When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everybody doing? Everybody get settled, grab your drinks, grab your coffee if it's the morning where you are, or grab your drink even if it's the morning. Who really cares? Because we're in quarantine and we are here from 3,000 miles away with Brett Cap, one of the quote unquote newbies from I think the best reality show on TV, definitely on Bravo, Vanderpump Rules. How are you? Good, bro. Thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. What's going on with you? What have you been doing uh, during quarantine? Thank you for asking. Um, you know, just the, just the same old thing that a uh, you know, single 32-year-old guy in uh, a crazy huge city would be doing that hasn't been out here for uh, more than a year. So basically a lot of food runs to overexpensive grocers, um, a lot of working out in my apartment, a lot of listening to, uh, you know, meditation music, trying to separate myself from the craziness, um, but also staying focused with work. Um, you know, obviously I have a YouTube channel, so I do a lot of um, recording, a lot of filming, a lot of uh, stuff where basically people just come with me for my daily rides and, you know, whether it's health, fitness, just regular vlogging or anything dramatic. My car got broken into last week, so I filmed that. So really? there's a lot of things happening. Life coming at me, you know, 100 miles per hour. I'm just uh, trying to keep up with it. You know what I mean? But everything is good. Thank you for asking. Um, You know, as far as this pandemic goes, it's super sad, but, uh, you know, we're going to get through it. Do you live by yourself or... Yeah, I live by myself. I'm in a one bedroom. Um, I don't think I'd be able to live with a roommate unless it was like my girl or maybe like a family member, just because, um, you know, I like doing my own thing. And I'm not the I'm not a good roommate in the aspect of I feel like I'm bothering everybody with anything I do. If it's like too late at night and I want to go get some food, I don't want to have to worry about someone else in the in the house worrying. Like, What's he doing? Is he going to get you know what I mean? Like, I hate being that. So um, I get it. Yeah. I wanted to eliminate that possibility and, uh, you know, I just came right into a one bedroom by myself. I get it. I mean, I love living alone. It's a little weird during quarantine, you know. It can but be. It can be. It can be. At least you're so I I wasn't doing the workouts in the beginning because I'm just like, if I can't go to the gym, what's the point of this? But then 
after four weeks, now I'm doing like a 6 a.m. boot camp class that I found online. And it's just those are the best. And you probably feel amazing afterwards, right? Yeah. Well, you know what it is like at first and we'll talk about all fitness stuff, too. Like at first, the first day or two, I was like, I don't know what I'm getting out of this because I'm so used to doing my own thing at the gym. But because I was doing things I've like never done or never would do, I was so sore like the first week. And I'm like, this is good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, if you feel pain, if you feel soreness, that means that your body's not used to something you just did. And you're just, it's basically telling you like, what the fuck did you just do to me? You know, something like that. So soreness is welcomed. That's what we like. It's just about um, taking care of your body throughout that soreness, stretching, you know, getting your body up, getting your blood flowing, hydrating. This way you don't, you know, occur, uh, have any injuries occur in future workouts and stuff like that. So, but Jeff, that's you- great. I mean, you're breaking, you're breaking barriers, you know, in yourself. I mean, it's going to have to do for now because who knows? I mean, I, I have a gym in my building, but like the state closed down all like buildings. Yeah, same. Like, same. It so, I walk by the gym here every day and I almost cry, you know, because I'm just like, who are you? I don't even know you anymore. At <laughs> least like you can girl. get in your car and drive, you know, that's got to be helping. That's true. Yeah, I, um, I'm from Jersey. So we went through Hurricane Sandy uh, in 2012 and we had never experienced something like that living there. Um, and obviously anyone that went through Katrina or the recent one that happened in Houston or any even, you know, the crazy ones that happened overseas or in Florida, um, you know, like when you're in a hurricane and the power is out, you have nothing, you have a generator. So literally sometimes all generator can only be used for really important things in the house, like heat, um, air conditioning, your refrigerator. So you're literally sitting there with nothing. And the reason why I say that is because this is a little bit different than that. Obviously it's scary, but we have the Netflix and chill culture is literally in our hand. You know what I mean? So we love, this is everything we work to do, you know, like we work hard so we can come home and enjoy our downtime. And literally we just have like two months, three months of downtime right now. And it's funny to see people um, kind of taking for granted that hustle lifestyle, you know, like the working lifestyle that makes times like this more enjoyable, more fulfilling. And I feel like that's where the void is. You know what I mean? I don't feel like People are, people say they're bored. It's like, how could you be bored? We have everything we need to do in our homes, except for going out and getting drunk with people or going out and working, you know? So it's just things like that. I don't get, like, I don't understand. We never, we're never happy. You know what I mean? (laughs) So you're not, I mean, no, I agree. I've been working harder than I've worked in a really long time. I am so busy that if, I mean, I'd like to not still be inside in six months, but if we are, I will still not be caught up with everything on my list of what I, I am, I am using this time wisely. Well, this time is a good time because people like us, people that run media stuff, we thrive in these situations because we work from home generally anyway, and we're doing a lot of stuff on the internet. So this is our time to shine. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, that's what we're going to do. Obviously, that's what we're doing right now. So, Do you have, like, structure to your day? Do you, like, wake up, work out, and do YouTube? Like, how do you structure your day? I mean, my Mondays are structured, and then the rest of the week is kind of just like a, a mixed bag, you know? Like, it's always Sunday night. I got to start my week right, you know? And I try to get my Mondays at least... Mondays and Tuesdays, at least as structured as possible. But for me, you know, I love my distractions. You know, I I will admit that firsthand, but um, it's hard for me. You know, I'm not, I'm very much of a, okay, I have to be here from X to Z tomorrow. I'm going to go, I'm going to work, I'm going to come home and I'm going to enjoy my time being away from work. You know, working from home, um, I'm about five years into it and it's been good. But at the same time, it's a very much hodgepodge of your social life your family life, your love life, all in mixed into one. So to have to decipher between each of them um, daily, sometimes could just be time consuming, could be overwhelming and kind of mixes me up a little bit. So 
other than that, though, um, the schedule has been good, you know, very much the same. Wake up, work out, drink some water, eat some food, edit some videos, film something, talk to family, FaceTime, Zoom with my friends. My friends have my friends are all drunks from the East Coast. We all do happy hours on Zoom. I'm usually just hanging out, drinking like a protein shake or something. Um, and then, you know, some maybe some video games, something to exercise my mind, meditation, maybe another workout, something, you know, whatever. And then sleep and repeat, you know, same thing. Well, YouTube, I mean, your YouTube channel must take a bunch of your time. Oh, it does. It does. Uh, thank you for asking. It's, um, it's been, a, it's been a, a gift and a curse for me because I love creating content, but I'm very much hard on myself in the aspect of I don't want to create content that's just like blah, you know? Kind of like an artist creating music, I guess. I just don't want to make the tracks that no one's going to listen to. So I struggle with that sometimes, but it's been a, an awesome thing for me because it allowed me to open more up to myself, you know, and, and get me comfortable in front of the camera. And it's weird. It's like, you know, when I first started being, I'm just looking at my camera right now, but yeah, that's started, it was so hard. You know what I mean? Like looking like I have it right here, just looking at it, you know, you, you look into this and it kind of just becomes like a part of you. I know that sounds so corny, but it's like, you just don't even realize it's there anymore. But at first, when you first do it for someone who's not used to it, um, you know, I modeled and I did all of that back in the day, but I've never actually recorded myself. So the vlogging thing was a little different for me, but it's been um, an experience that has helped me with being comfortable in front of the camera as opposed to being behind the camera, which I'm normally, you know, used to with pre, you know, production from um, editorial stuff and, and whatever, you know, whatever the hustle was for me when I'm in my earlier 20s. But um, no, it's been fun, man. It's been it's been a lot of fun for me and a, and a learning experience. So I'm, I'm grateful for it. And did you start modeling like when you were still on the East Coast in New York or is that like is, or is that why you moved to L.A.? No, like um, when I was younger, man, like I, I got out of high school. My parents moved to when I was a junior, my parents moved to Florida uh, for business and it was OK. They let me stay up in New Jersey. I tried it for like two months. It was so hard. Long story short, moved back up to New Jersey, lived with my aunt um, and finished high school. One of my best friends lived in the same neighborhood. So it was an easy transition. Um, I had my older brother up here, too. So, um, you know, I, I basically just went through life Um you know, with football, I was a big football player. So I went to school and college to play football, realized like I didn't like it. You know, the suitcase, it was like a suitcase school. I went to this uh, university, it's called Keene University. It's in okay, New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, I've so heard of I, it. I wasn't... Okay, there you go. So um, New York, New Jersey, same thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I, I just, I, I was, I wasn't into the, the university experience really. Not that I didn't want to be there, but uh, it wasn't just, that wasn't the place for me. So I got out, went to a community college, uh, lived with, uh, then moved in with my grandparents, um, to take care of, you know, them, whatever. Um, and then just got into modeling. Then I was about like 20 years old. I went on a, a couple castings and I had some, I had some cool experiences out of it, man. I really did. And, um, you know, it's, it's, everything has led me to this point right now where I'm talking to you and, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for all of that. Did you like modeling or you just knew like, that's great, but not something you were going to do forever. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. It was awesome, but not something I wanted to do forever. And here and there, like I'll do, I, I don't do anything. I'm not, I don't belong to an agency right now. And I've been asked and, um, not to sound cocky. I'm not saying like, you know, they're knocking on my door, but like over the last five years when I haven't been doing it, cause I started YouTube, um, I've had opportunities to, to, you know, dust off the boots and throw them back on again, but I never did just cause I was, I know I have YouTube, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, I just want to put my time and energy into that and modeling, um, God, it's, it's annoying, you know, with, with pay and everything like that for, you know, a struggling artist, it's, uh, you know, the pay comes like three months, four months after you do your, your, your gigs and your jobs. Wow. And there's a lot of people in there that don't do good business and it's not, I'm not bashing the industry. I'm just saying it's, it's very stressful and 
at the time, it just wasn't worth uh, going back into it for me because, you know, I'd had my focus on so many other things. That makes sense. Where in New Jersey are you from originally? So I'm from a town, it's called Freehold. Okay. Um, yeah, it's Bruce Springsteen is our is our big claim to fame. He was born there. Um, so, you know, that's that's our that's like, that's what we're known for, I guess. And we're also known for, uh, you know, good food, good people, but great, great town. I had a great childhood, great family. Um, that's good. Yeah. Love New Jersey, man. That's home forever. And um, you know how it is. Home is where the heart is. And what'd you move to L.A. for, like to get into acting or just? Um. What's funny is like I had been coming. So I, I was obviously in a relationship. We had come out here a lot and I had been out here a couple of times. We had a, a condo out here that we, we bought, uh, well, we leased and we would come out once in a while. We didn't really come out a lot. So before my relationship, I always wanted to come out here. I have a couple of friends in the industry and um, one of my buddy's uh, family friends was working in New York. And uh, at the time now he's out here, he's a manager and we had, you know, kind of becoming uh, been game planning on how you know, I can come out here and try to, you know, make things neat and, you know, shoot my shot, basically. So um, I, I ended up just, you know, life brought me to my past girlfriend. And I just said, OK, I'm going to just listen to the universe, go through with what, you know, life's bringing me. So I, we got to, you know, we obviously went out and I stayed in New Jersey. And then that ended. And I said to myself, well, listen, man, like, you know, I'm 30 years old. I don't have any kids. Not that I don't want them. Um, you know, I have a great family that supports me in anything I do. And I could uh, FaceTime is so awesome. So we could always stay in yeah. touch. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go do this now. And you know, I just don't want to be 60 years old sitting in like, you know, a chair in my, in my backyard, drinking like a vodka on ice saying, damn, I wish I, you know, it took more risks or I did more things with my life or I moved to LA to just see what it was like. So I knew I could do what I was doing at home here. So I was just like, it was an easy decision for me. I wanted to get away and um, just see life from the West side. And, you know, it's been cool. I, I got in, I got here a month later, I met Lisa and now here I am, you know, how did you meet Lisa? Uh, I met Lisa via, uh, like through a friend with, with training. I was in the area of one of her restaurants and, um, you know, she had, I hadn't been introduced to her and, we kind of just like, you know, I was just very, I, I, at the time, I didn't know much about the show. Like I've heard of the show, but it's not like I was like looking at her like, oh, Vanderpump Rules, you know what I mean? I was just basically like, oh, this is Lisa Vanderpump. She owns these restaurants. I know she's been on Beverly Hills Housewives or whatever. And I know her, um, you know, and we just, I was just there. We just talked and chatted. She said she had been interested in um, personal training. She had been asking me. What I noticed about Lisa very quickly is that she commands your attention and kind of runs the room. And I, um, you know, like kind of like a CEO would or, or someone, someone very important. It was a very important feeling, you know, and I felt she made me feel like, you know, cool. Like I was like new here and I didn't know anything. I'm like, oh, cool. Lisa's, you know, whatever. Um, and so we just kind of like had that um, like that just not I want to say connection because that could be taken into so many different things. But just that like professional like, OK, she means business and uh, she's interested in something that I do. Let's get this going, you know, and, and I was a little just like, oh, wow, that was that was a good meeting. I didn't expect that type of thing. So we started, um, you know, working together. I started training her and um, or trying to train her, whatever that whatever that means. And then. Um, yeah. And now, like I said, now I'm here. <laughs> it's crazy. Were, were you a trainer before that? Like, I mean, like, so did she. I know these sound like minor details, but believe it. This is how my sick mind thinks. It's all about the minor details. <laughs> no, so it's, like. It's all about this did you answer an ad that said, you know, like Lisa Vanderpump <laughs> looking for a trainer or like, I don't, or did you just run into her in one of the Not restaurants? Not at all. 
yeah, no, she had uh, been, she had known the person I was with and um, that person introduced me. And then just like Lisa does, she wants to, she, she wants to know about, like she cares about the people she talks to. She does. And um, that's something I learned quickly is that she was, she quickly acted like she gave a shit and really wanted to listen to what I was saying. And um, you know, that's just a testament to the person she is. And you know, it was just very much a, a, like, what do you do? You know? And then that was how it started and that's how, how it finished, you know? How'd you fall into training? Like, how'd you decide to start training? You just... uh, she, she said, I'm, I'm in, she's, she was telling me a little bit about her diet and how she's had some struggles that past year. And, um, you know, she wasn't, she didn't feel as best as she wanted to feel. And I uh, was just picking my brain, asking me some questions and said, all right, well, you know, she made a joke or whatever about coming to the house to train with her. Um, and I don't normally do private sessions like that. Like I, back in Jersey, the way that I trained is, um, you know, people would hit me up and I would basically just say, okay, let's go to a gym near you. And I would drive to them. It was in the metropolitan area. So if it was in someone, somewhere like Philly or New York, you know, I was only an hour away and I didn't mind driving. So I would always, yeah. I always wanted to make them feel comfortable. So I said, I have bands in my car. I got a couple weights. I got some yoga mats. Let's just get it popping at your house, you know, and, and we'll see what happens. And, um, if you like it, we can keep doing it. And if it's not something that's working for you, then, you know, I'll shake your hand and be on my merry way. You know what I mean? So, um, I guess we did a good job for the first couple and then I started going a little bit more and then, you know, one thing leads to another and start talking about entertainment and where I'm, you know, my life. And like I said, she, she wants, she shows like she, she gives a shit, which is something I respect about her a lot. And, um, you know, that led me to starting to get a job at Sir. I needed a part-time job anyway to uh, make a little cash because LA living is pricey. So yes. <laughs> Um, that's how it started, man. It was pretty organic, you know, and, um, it's funny. Everybody talks about LA, you know, you know, everybody's fake out there, but it's like, they got fake people everywhere in the world. It's not like it's just LA. And, uh, you know, I think it just, you know, you attract who you are, um, and good people will surround themselves with good people that, you know, I like to think I'm a good person. So, um, you know, I just, I believe in that type of stuff. When you pulled up to Villa Rosa for the first time, were you like, because because you at this point had never watched Beverly Hills Housewives or you <laughs> no, never watched. No. Wow. Were you no. like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? No, nah, because the only thing I was nervous because I was late by five minutes and I was stuck at the gate. There was like three gates to get in. So when you pull up to Lisa's house, not only do you lose service because it's up on a fucking Mount Everest, but you it's like three miles up a mountain. So. It's crazy. I swear my gas goes quicker when I'm driving. I know obviously it's science. Like if you're using the engine more and you're going uphill, you're going to use more gas. But I'm telling you, I would have like a quarter tank. And by the time I got to Lisa's from the start of her her neighborhood, my gas is, is shot. Really? But, yeah. So I'm speeding up there because I'm, I know, you know, I'm, it's like 630 in the morning on like a Tuesday. You know, I hardly have anything in my apartment. I haven't eaten right. You know, I'm still settling in and I'm rushing over there. Um, and I just remember not knowing, like, who was I calling on these on the gates? Like, I didn't know who was going to pick up. If it was going to be her, if it was going to be her husband. You know, at the time, I I didn't know Ken. So, you know, it was just that stuff like that was just a little. Uh, I had like a little bit of like nervousness about because you know I didn't want to bother anybody. I didn't want to wake them up if they weren't up yet or anyone else was sleeping. So it was just like that. But it's funny. There's you have to go through two gates to get to Lisa's house. Um, and, it, you know, I, like those were the things that I felt like, oh, I got to do the gate thing again next, you know, tomorrow morning. And so once that once that got more comfortable, though, and like once I understood the, the code and I got to know them better, that obviously all goes away. But it was just funny because I was just like, I wasn't used to that. You know, when I pull up to someone's house, 
it's just, I just pull right into the driveway usually based on when I'm working with clients. I haven't really had a lot of like high profile clients like that. So it was an experience, you know, it was fun. She's cool. What about the swans? Were you like, holy shit, they're swans? Yeah. So, so I remember it was like, it was like a shitty day. It was actually raining and, um, I was, it was very gray out. So I walk up and I hear this like hissing sound. And I'm like, I, I remember Marvel, I was like marveling at like the outside pond she had. And I'm like, there's a pond outside. This is crazy. Um, and all of a sudden I hear this like hissing, like, I don't even know how to explain how it was. It wasn't like a cat hiss. It was like a, <sighs> something like that. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck was that? And I look over and it's a fucking swan. And it's like walking over to me. And he's like, I look, he looked pissed, but the other one was chilling. So I was like, maybe, maybe they're just like, I don't know. All right. That's, that's a swan. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, they're also just, I don't know, maybe they're hungry in the morning. I don't know how they sleep or that, you know, I don't know much about swans lives, but, um, you know, I realized hanky and panky. Yeah. I, um, I realized sooner or later that, you know, that they're just the, the, you know, the guards, you know, the doormen of the house and door woman, whatever. So, um, you know, we got, we got familiar pretty quickly. Um, you know, the hissing was, became normal. You know, it was just like them saying hello to me, like, Hey, and I was just like, Hey, what's up guys? Good morning. <laughs> what about the other, do you see any of the other animals like in the back? Like when you guys are working out? Yeah. She let me, uh, she knows uh, I, I love animals. Um, so she let me go to the back with the ponies and I fed them like carrots and stuff like that. And also I've like seen her horse, um, a couple times. I just love animals so much, man. So like, you know, you go there and it's almost like she's got five six dogs you know what i mean and, and got the the ponies and the swans and um you know the birds everywhere it's it's a beautiful uh place and obviously you know she's worked hard to get to get to have that you know and um you know it, it was cool to be there man she made me feel right at home that's good and then how long from there like when did you start working at sir like how shortly thereafter um i would say it was we were like back and forth for about i would say maybe like a week, two weeks. And um, she had me go in. The first person I, I met and looked over at was Peter. It was so funny. He was looking at me like, who the fuck are you? Why are you here? <laughs> like, who the fuck are you walking in like that? You know, and I was just right. I was literally, I, I didn't know how else to walk in. I just walked in the front door and I was just like, hey, I'm Brett and I'm here for training tonight. Um, I really wanted to be a bartender. I, I didn't have any, I, I don't have any experience waiting or, or doing um, like waiting tables or anything like that. So when I, uh, when I, when Lisa approached me about a job, I told her I wanted to be a bartender. She said, obviously, if you don't have any experience, let's just get you as a waiter first. And then we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll work you in to bartending. You'll go to bartending school, which I did. You know, I paid for it uh, out of my own pocket, did all that, took all the classes. Um, and as you saw in the episode last night, you know, me and Dana and I were doing training for bartending throughout the season as well. So, um, you know, I'm excited for um, the opportunity to get back into work because I was just starting to bartend and, you know, it's fun for me. I enjoy making people happy and I enjoy helping people. And if it's to help people get their buzz or to help people get away from some stress or something like that, um, and you know, and I could, I could do that, then, um, you know, I'm all for it. So uh, I enjoy creating things that make people happy. Um, so, you know, bartending to me, I can, I'm just excited to get into it. That's good. And when you, when Lisa brought up Sir and like, you knew kind of who she was when she said, you know, come in and let's have you work there. Did you know, I mean, you, did you know there was a show? I mean, you knew there, the show no, existed, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. Of course. No, I knew the show existed. I knew the sh I knew about the show. Um, I just, I'd seen like a couple episodes from years before that, uh, 
I think I saw Sheena's marriage when she married Shay. I remember seeing that, which is funny. I saw that episode. Um, uh, maybe another one. I think there was an episode where Stassi was mad at Jax for taking like whey protein that I saw. I remember being re- like relating to that and be like, why is she getting mad about that? It's just whey protein. It's okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I know. And then um, I was it though. I, I, I knew about it. You know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. playing dumb. I would never just, oh, I never saw it. Like, I don't know. Like, no, of course I knew about the show. I just never really watched it um, to know like the storylines or the dynamics of, of uh, the cast or you know what I mean? Everything I did, um, even my first scene that I pulled up to with the boys, I didn't know them. They're all, I'm all walking in there. I'm like, hey, I'm Brett. They're like, hey, you know, you know, I'm Jax, I'm Tom. And um, I remember feeling like, damn, like how, why, why would they even want to accept me? Like I would, you know what I mean? Like I, I just felt like, oh, this is going to be a rough, um, you know, a rough go. But honestly, those guys are awesome, man. They made me feel comfortable. Um, you know, they threw me right in the fire and it was good, man. I, I'm very lucky. I feel like, uh, it's been a fun ride and I've had a lot of good relationships created uh, on behalf of it. Who'd you meet first? Like, did you meet like, so you worked with like Danica, Dana, Charlie, like that was, or Charlie's kind of new, I know. Yeah, Charlie's new. I didn't know her. Um, the first person I actually met out of anybody was Sheena because I think Lisa had said Sheena was going to start training me. So she FaceTimed um, Sheena while we were working out one day. And, um, she was literally the first person I met. So that's why me and Sheena had that, like, you know, she was like my first friend. So I have a lot of respect for her. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate what, you know, her welcoming me and, you know, obviously being really sweet to me. And, um, you know, that's, that's how it really started. And then I met Jax and then me and Jax kind of had a little convo. I remember, um, off camera one day and we had a lot of similarities. Like we have a, Jax and I, um, have like kind of the same, story as to how we got to LA. It's not like the exact same, but there's a lot of similarities and um, a lot of comparisons through that. So me and him kind of had that, I, you know, man to man type of conversation immediately. So I think that's what's helped mine and his relationship become what it is. And I feel like, you know, he's, he's been like a big brother type and, uh, you know, reaches out to me um, throughout everything. And, you know, he's always been, he's always been real to me and I appreciate him very much um, despite what, fans of the show might think you know so that's and been, it's I, been like that you know because he doesn't work there so i mean that's like you know you guys got close even though he doesn't yeah. work there, you know yeah i mean like he was he was working there a little bit uh last year when we were filming and i just remember him you know just not making me feel like um like an outcast you know he made me feel welcome and, and welcomed me into the boys group and you know I, schwartz is a sweetheart tom sandoval's a great dude um Bo was awesome. I met Bo actually second. Bo was cool because I didn't really know where who Bo was. I didn't know that he was Stassi's fiance. I didn't know he had been on a show previously. I'm thinking that he was just like a friend um, of Jax's or something like that. And then when I realized that, I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, that's so awesome. And but you know, I just more like more about obviously how cool Bo is and and the guys. You know, I, honestly, that's it's a great group of guys, and um, you know, they made me feel welcome right off the bat. And how did your involvement in the show come about? Because, like, you went to work at Sir Peter's, like, yeah. who the hell are you? You started working there. So <laughs> how does, how does I mean, the show exists, but how does it come? Like, does Lisa come to you one day and say, by the way, we're starting a new season, and I've decided you've been here for two months, and I want you on the show? Or how does uh, that ba- Yeah, ba- basically, Lisa just um, wanted me to work at the restaurant, and she didn't really mention anything about the show. At first, it wasn't like she was like dangling the show's idea to me and was like, you know, you could be like, you know, she was very professional about just working there, getting to know some people. And um, 
you know, hinting at the fact that there is a show. And, and if you're, I guess in a way, like, if you're, if you're more, if you're entertaining enough or you're someone that we feel like, you know, deserve, you know, deserve some screen time, then you'll get that type of thing. You know, it wasn't a handout. It wasn't, um, you know, this is for you. And we have a, a nice seat at the table for you and you have right. everything there that you want, you know? So I had a little bit of, of learning to do on my end. And, um, and I, I guess I did. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I never forced anything. I mean, there was times they put mics on me that I didn't say anything because that's just the way I am. It's my nature. If I don't know anybody, I'm not going to just throw myself into co random conversations because there's a camera there, you know, and I don't want to just, you know, I'm going to, I want to create some real relationships. I want to get some real shit on camera and, um, you know, and, and if that's not going to happen, then that's okay. You know, I didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't afraid of not being on, like being featured a lot. You know, I, I understood right. that this was just like a cool opportunity that popped up and I was happy for whatever, whatever would come from it. So, um, you know, when things started picking up and they started kind of, you, you, you start to see smoke clear a little bit. Um, I, there was just so much unknown when I first got there because I didn't know much about the show. I didn't really know anybody at all. I only knew Lisa. Uh, I was trying to make money, but I was also trying to train. I was also trying to get my, my YouTube. I literally didn't do it all. I was so all over the place. So a lot of my time was going into working at the restaurant. So, um, it kind of just happened, you know, like they started filming, they started micing me up. Um, I met all the girls, Danica, uh, Danica for the first couple of days was like calling me new boy. It was hilarious. She's, she was, she has been the same person since I met her. She's great. I love Danica. She's honestly a trip. Uh, Dana was super cool. When I first met her, I didn't really know who was on the show, who wasn't, I had heard, um, people that were on the show that aren't anymore. You know what I mean? So you have to understand, like, put yourself in my shoes. A lot of people talking in my ear, you know, a lot of people trying to tell me what to expect when I didn't want that. I kind of wanted to just get the experience through my eyes, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm a grown man, man. I, you know, I could figure this shit out for myself. Yeah. Uh, so, but I appreciated that stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it, it was something I was rejecting. I was open to everyone's advisory and um, I'm a big um, second, you know, opinion type of guy. So, you know, like I said, it was, it was nice. It wasn't, I didn't feel any uh, resistance from anybody. The Peter thing is like, just, Peter's honestly one of my, one of my buddies now. And me and him have, we, we, link up a lot and like it's a that's a good guy and i appreciate peter very much it's great to work for so um it's funny how everything comes full circle you know what i mean once you get to know people things change and your idea and perception of them changes in much more of a uh, positive manner not that things are negative but just the fact that you get to know them better and you start to understand the commonalities you have in your personalities and stuff like that so just like anything else you know being a new kid in a new situation that's you just got to kind of you know, you know, go with the flow and, and hopefully you being yourself can attract the proper people that, you know, are going to be in your life. That's good. Cause I mean, I would think, I mean, not you, but I mean, and not everyone, but I would think like a lot of people probably come and work there, you know, yes. in the hopes of like, I got a job at the Abbey or sir, I'm going to choose sir because yeah. I would like to be the next Stasi one day. Like I would think there's a <laughs> lot of that. Yeah. And it's hard because you, you know, you meet a lot of new people and a lot of new faces and are they being nice to me just because of the fact that I'm getting mic'd up right now? Right. Um, are they, are, are they, you know, just coming with the right intentions, you know? So it's, you got to have your, your um, antennas up um, and your blinders off, you know, you got to kind of keep your head on a swivel and, and your self-awareness and, um, you know, just being mindful of the situation and mindful of who's around you at all times really has been my focus. And you speak highly of, I mean, just going down the list now, you speak highly of Danica, but I mean, we've seen on the show, like Danica's giving you and Max shit. She says you're a, you're a fuck boy. He's a fuck boy. <laughs> I mean, 
like, how can I be a fuckboy? I literally have had sex with three girls since I moved to LA in like one year. Like I'm, I'm not like that, you know? And, um, it's because you're attractive and you're single. That's why I think. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. And, and that's the thing about her is she didn't, I mean, I guess at that point she didn't know me, um, that well yet, but at the same time, um, you know, she was just trying to look out Dana, I guess, um, in a situation where, you know, this could be the person, this could be this type of guy and maybe it isn't, but Danica went with her gut. Um, and I don't want to say Danica was wrong because I'm, I mean, I'm not a fuckboy, but she wasn't wrong to have concern for her friend that's in this situation of being with somebody for a month or whatever, however long her and Max had her fling and then jumping right into something else. Like I understand Danica's concern and that's a good friend. Good friends should do that. Danica likes to control things once in a while and that's okay. I mean, that's just part of Danica's personality. And then you get to know that as you get to know her. Um, but she wasn't, she, you know, she was, like I said, I'm not mad at Danica. I, I don't get mad at Danica. I understand what her concern was. And for her to call me a fuckboy, that means nothing to me. I don't care. I don't care yeah. if some girl thinks I'm a fuckboy. You know what I mean? It's okay. I'm not. Totally. I know what I am. You know what I mean? And um, I care about the people who care about me. I care about what they think. You know what I mean? And Danica knows me now enough to, you know, you know I'm confident that Danica respects me on a completely different level than she did maybe while we were filming, just because we didn't know each other that well yet, you know? And um, totally. she's also just being, you know, honest in her situation. And um, it's okay, you know, it's all this type of stuff. It's, it's like you charge to the game, it's, you know, it's all for that moment and that situation specifically. And you have to move on from that type of stuff because we're human, you know, and things happen. People make mistakes. People think certain things about other people that aren't true. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, and it's okay. You have to just learn to understand those types of things. That's what's going to happen in life. And if you worry about that stuff, you're never going to make it to 50. You're going to die of a heart attack because you're going to be stressing and overthinking everything you're going through, you know? Totally. And what about Max? I mean, he seems to get around. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want to talk about Max and his uh, encounters. But at the end of the day, um, I think me and him are, we have a lot of similarities from our goofiness, from the fact we love to pay, make people laugh. You know, I'm cool with being the class clown. I, I, whether you're totally. laughing at me or with me, I'm, I'm, as long as we're laughing, I'm happy type of thing. So Max totally. and I, were, we're hit it off from that level. Um, but his private um, encounters with women aren't my business. But at the same time, in these situations with the show, um, you know, I have to, I have to be truthful about how I feel and why I feel the way I feel. And, um, you know, you guys will see if you haven't already, you know, what comes from that. And, um, you know, the situation, it was rough because I was trying to keep two people happy that regardless of what I did, one person wasn't going to be happy. And, uh, it wasn't that I wanted to do things deliberately. It's just, this is the way life is sometimes. And, um, I was, I did my best to be as honest as I could, as real as I could. And, uh, I think I did that and I did what I was supposed to. And unfortunately that, you know, me and Max took a, like a, I don't want to say our friendship took a hiatus, but it was just, you know, we weren't like as close as we were and it's okay. You know what I mean? If, if these are, that's, that's how friendships work. Um, yeah. You can't just be, you know, cake and watermelon all the time. You got to have some rough patches and see how you guys react and, and how you get through that to create a more um, stronger foundation and bond. So you know, it's okay. Everything's a work in progress. And, and I, you know, I think Max and I have, you know, we're friends. Um, That's good. Yeah, no, we're good. It's just, uh, you know, throughout the situation, I you know people, people don't really know me yet. And I don't think they know him yet. But if they did, um, I think I don't think you would see the similarities that a lot of people think that they see not that that's a bad thing. But the fact that me and him just 
we move differently in many um, situations, and including women. So, um, but there's nothing against him, man. That's that, you know, it's his life. He's allowed to do it, anything he wants, and I just want him to be happy. Yeah, I mean, I like sat down with him like this too. He, he was great, and his mom is a fan of my podcast, so I, can't, I love his mom. His mom I, is she's wonderful. amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. And what's how how's your relationship with Dana these days? Uh, me and Dana are close. Yeah, Dana's um, became really like a, just a, a big part of my life um, and, a, and a person I could trust. We've hung out a lot since the show ended. Um, That's good. And created a really, you know, just a, I, I, like I said, I was getting to know everybody and Dana, I didn't know as well as I wanted to. So, um, you know, this opportunity to get to know her afterwards was something that I wanted and we took that and, um, you know, it's been really nice. She's, she's a really good person, really sweet. She's been through a lot. And, um, you know, I could relate to her on some of that, not all of it. And um, I think that's why me and her kind of, um, you know, like I said, I use this word a lot, but connected um, right off the bat because, you know, we laugh at the certain same things, we like the same things. And um, she's the funniest girl I've ever met. So it's not hard to like Dana, that's for sure. And you guys are friends now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've always been friends. Um, We've always been, you know. I don't know, like there's like a little, you know, it's, there's, a, there's definitely obviously an attraction there. There's definitely, you know, feelings there now, but, um, you know, there's just, it's just a lot of unknown still for everything. And it's just, you know, I think it's important that we all kind of just do our own thing at this point, at least for that, right now. <laughs> that makes sense. And we saw you on this date with Charlie, which now Charlie's forever going to be known as the person who doesn't eat pasta. I mean, <laughs> which is crazy. What? I just don't understand that. But I mean, was that it for, for you? You're like, I, I just I just can't. No, I mean, I don't know if that was it or it was the comment that she only dates guys that make seven figures or have private jets. Um, there was a lot. But I also wanted to give Charlie opportunity um, for me to get to know her. You know, I wanted to get to know her. I wanted her to get to know me. And I thought it'd be a good opportunity for us to just kind of um literally that you know what i mean like i wasn't trying to get in her pants i'm not like that you know and i don't think she knew that about me i think she had already had these preconceived notions on who i was or the type of guy i am which is unfortunate for her because that's you know she couldn't have been um more off so when that happened i was just you know in the moment it wasn't as bad i mean like they even asked uh if you would we would do a a double another date and i remember we were going to go on a hike it was going to be like um, like the next day or maybe a few days after that. And we never got to do the hike, not because of, you know, just we just didn't do it. So um, I know that Charlie, I think I'm pretty sure she would have we, we would have probably went on that hike if if it was put into to motion and stuff more or whatever. I don't know why we didn't. Maybe could maybe because of filming or something. We just didn't get around to it. But, um, you know, I, I, I just wanted to get to know Charlie, literally. And, um, you know, I, I see her barking at uh, around like my name and stuff like that. And I don't really, I don't really pay no mind. She's, she could say whatever she wants. I, you know, it doesn't bother me is cause I don't think Charlie really knows who I am. And you know, I don't really concern myself with the opinions of people who don't truly know who I am. Um, because you know, why would I judge someone for judging me off of false ideas of who I, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't yeah, make any sense. So I just let her say, you know, she can say what she wants and think about me the way she wants to. And if she wants to get to know me, then I'll make that choice if I want her to, know more about me you know what i mean that's a good attitude yeah who from the old cast you know the original or the older people kind of took you under their wing under their wing the most 
Because none uh, of them necessarily work there, really, except Sheena. I would say three of them. I would say Sh- uh, Sheena definitely um, was super, like, into making sure I was comfortable. Um, just super welcoming. And then Jax. Um, I've had those those relationships and those situations with where, you know, we just, you know, you know guy-to-guy type stuff. Um, and then James Kennedy also is someone that um, I became really close with. Um, and I could tell James, you know, James is, 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 a, is a really special dude, man. And the way that I met him, I could tell he was being very protective of himself. And I admire that about people because I don't think that people should, and I should take this advice myself, um, open up so quickly to people that they don't really know, you know, because I'm an easy truster. You know, I trust pretty easily and that could burn me and it has in my past. That's so not East Coast of you. I, I know, right? So, um, but no, James and I have built a good relationship and a great friendship and um, he's super cool. I have with Tom Sandoval, 7 a.m. sun rising in his hot tub, just talking life, you know what I mean? And um, everyone has had, I've had special relationships with most of them, and uh, but in particularly, um, you know, Sheena for sure, James, uh, Jax, you know, these, you know, the, the consistency of what I'm, uh, what I've been talking about this whole time is just like, you know, the people that made me feel comfortable pretty quickly. Uh, but yeah, mostly them, but it, regardless, everyone has made me feel great. And it's been, um, you know, just fun so far. It's been a lot of fun. That's good. And did they kind of take you under their wings in the sense of, you know, like you're on the show, which is a huge freaking show. I mean, look what's going on, you know, kind of like, you know, these yeah. are some of the pitfalls of like, for lack of a better word, fame. And like, this is how, what, what might happen when the show comes out, positive, negative, your life might change. You're going to be recognized all those things. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I remember that a lot of people said like, you know, I remember hearing that a lot of scenes that you film might not make the show. Right. So I remember saying, I remember thinking like every scene, like, I wonder if this is going to make the show, you know? Um, so I remember that was a big like thing. And when I first started uh, filming and stuff and I, I, what am I supposed to say? Okay. You know, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't make the show. It doesn't make the show. It's, you know, I'm, I'm regardless, whatever makes the show cool. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited and happy to be here, whatever. So um, that's about it though. Really everything else was kind of just like, you know, sink or swim. And um, I did my best to tread water, you know, um, lightly in certain situations and obviously harder in others. But uh, as the season went on and as we started filming more, I started meeting more people um, you know, I got to know a lot of more of the cast and, um, you know, everyone really was honest. I can't say, uh, anything, you know, they've, they've been really nice and, and everyone's been really supportive. And it seems, I remember seeing the first episode being like, you know, I'm kind of proud to be part of something, you know, after seeing, you know, it all happen in my, in real life. And then you see it on the, in the camera and you understand how many people actually work for this show. And it's not just us. It's, everyone that's editing it's everyone that's behind production it's the cameramen that are carrying around that 60 pound camera all day yeah Yeah, i put that i put that i was so interested in all that stuff because of youtube and editing and stuff like that so all that stuff is just like you know it's fun for me i threw the camera on my shoulder dude that shit is heavy man and like these guys got to sit there i mean through the pride parade these dudes had to walk the whole parade you know in the heat so it's just like there's a lot of effort that goes in from so many people and it's not just the people on the screen. And that's like really something that I was just it was just nice to see it all come into fruition and come into this one big, uh, you know, show that I'm sure is, you know, in its eighth season for a reason. You know, yeah. so it was just really cool to be a part of that. I remember that feeling when I first saw the intro or 
I was just proud, you know, it was pretty cool and um, happy to be a part of something, happy to be a part of a new family. And uh, regardless of all the drama that comes with it, because at the end of the day, I think everyone realizes that nobody wants the worst for anybody. You know, obviously we have things happen in life where people need to talk about their feelings and, you know, you mend friendships, you break friendships, you know, you have sex with other girls and whatever girls have sex with God, you know what I'm saying? This is life. And this is just people in LA trying to enjoy their lives, live their lives, make some money, have some good times and not look back on it when they're 60 and say they didn't take the risks and enjoy the times that they had. So I just feel like everyone has that, you know, and, and wants that out of this. And um, at least for me in my first year, I know a lot of the old cats that's been there for eight years. I'm sure they maybe, I don't know where they are mentally, but um, I think more or less what I've learned from everybody is that, you know, there's good, there's decency in all of them, you know? And, and I was, I was looking for that, you know, I wasn't trying to come in there and, be this like wedge in everyone's friendships and relationships or right. cause people to cheat on, you know, I didn't want that. I'm, I'm a positive dude. I come from a positive place. I was come from a great family with morals and respect and manners. You know, um, I came from like a no elbows on the table, on the dinner table type of, you know, situation growing up. Um, so, you know, can't curse stuff like that. So, you know, I, I just wanted to get the best out of the experience and learn these people the best way I could. And, um, you know, I just feel like, the opportunities for that were there and you know i'm very happy that you know the, the with the way they went at least so far that's good we'll see yeah, we've seen sure. you no we haven't seen you involved in much drama at all other than this <laughs> mini mini love triangle I, for yeah. lack of a better word i mean you have you've had some funny scenes i mean and i know it's all in editing and i know sheena but yes. like that was really funny i mean because it's sheena and you haven't really maybe watched the past seasons but yeah. That scene where you're kind of telling her, like, look, you're doing the right thing. You're saying we're just going to be friends. And she yeah. is just like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, listen, I've spoken to her here on in this platform. And she's like, oh, that's not exactly. It. She's like, that's not exactly how it's gone. But like that whole scene was funny where she's like, no, well, let's just never say never. And you're like, no, it's pretty much never. But I mean, we're going to be friends. And she's like, well, let's just. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's so many nice things that me and Sheena said to each other that obviously didn't make the show yeah. and it's okay. Um, but you know, we have that relationship where right off the bat, it felt, um, you know, obviously Sheena's a beautiful girl, you know, yeah. she's been through a lot and, um, someone else that I could, you know, relate to just because I know, you know, like, I just know she's been through so much and, and is looking for love. Um, and just might've been looking for it in the wrong places previously, but all those bad places got her to where she is now and it's just so yeah. nice in my first year of knowing her, i only know her a year to see her with brock now who i love too is is it's just really nice and i'm happy for her um super super happy for her and uh when we first met you know sheena was very sweet to me and um obviously has her sheena ways of you know doing her own thing and, and trying to um i don't want to use bad words and i want to be careful with what i say because i don't want this to come negatively but like you know, she's just trying to be my friend and um, just just be in the situations. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to let her know, like, I got to, you know, let me do this myself. You know, let, I appreciate you so much. But let me let me figure this out for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and I think that came from a general good place in her in and in a good place in her heart because she has a great heart. Um, but sometimes she allows that to like we saw in the last episode where and I don't want to speak too much on it, but where she tried to get Dana um, a medium where I know, you know, it comes from a good place, but for her mom and, and it, it comes from a good place, but it's just not the time or not the in, you know, and I don't want to speak on that, but I'm just saying yeah. in a nutshell where she wants to do the best for you, 
um, and it means from a good place and it all comes from a good, good spot. But um, sometimes, you know, it just might not be the right time for something and stuff like that. Or it's just, you might overstep a little or expect something of you that she shouldn't be expecting, you know? So that's been the struggle between me and Sheena, but we're at a great place now. And um, like I said, with everything, it's just, you got to get to know people and they got to get to know you. And if they don't do that, the littlest thing could, could set things, you know, awry. And, um, you know, this, this whole experience for me has been just creating relationships with people who I don't know um, and doing my best to get to know them. So I know how they work. I know how they think. Um, and you'll never know for sure, but you, you get a good idea just so you, you could try to not be, not be yourself, like not, not, not be yourself, but just be yourself, but also understand them as best as you can. Cause I don't know. I mean, I'm 32 years old now and it's like, you know, you meet a lot of new people and you just want to kind of do your best to showcase who you really are and get to know them in a, in an organic way. Um, and it's not easy to do that in LA, you know? So that's true. Yeah. It's been, it's been a challenge, but at the same time, like I said, in the whole theme of this, it's like, you know, I've been lucky to be in a situation where a lot of people have opened, uh, you know, the door for me pretty easily um, as far as letting me in. And, uh, you know, I appreciate that. That's good. And, I mean, speaking of funny scenes, we've seen you, you know, what is it about Lisa? I mean, I worship the altar of Lisa, so I get it. But, like, you know, seeing you with, I mean, what is it about Lisa? You kind of alluded to it a little bit before. Yeah, Lisa's just um, she's a great person, man. And um, I think it's funny. I hear a lot of, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, I'm so scared of Lisa. I'm like, really? I'm like, why are you scared of her? Like, she's not, she's not going to bite you. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if I, I, I don't like, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not special. You know what I mean? I think um, just me and Lisa just had a good opportunity to get to know each other a little quicker than she would with anybody else that works with her or becomes her friend or anything like that. Um, I got to see her life. I got, she welcomed me in her home. Um, she's been a really good friend, man. And just someone that, um, I want to do well for and work hard for, um, and has cared, um, in ways kind of like a mother on the West side, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, no, she's been, she's been an awesome person for me so far. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful to have her in my life. Do you still train her now? Uh, we haven't trained because of coronavirus. We haven't trained, um, but we we did once before. Uh, it's it's been sporadic since the show started, but we have. And then what she's obviously I, she checks in on me, and I check in on her, make sure she's you know everything's going okay. And obviously she's okay, you know. But yeah, um, just make sure she's eating right, doing it, you know, if she's feeling any certain type of way. So um, after coronavirus though is over, I'm sure that we'll you know we'll get into some type of little regimen, and um, you know summer coming up with with everything happening. It's getting hot out here in LA, so. Um, you know, we'll be able to go outside and, and do some more stuff because um, that was really what we were doing before uh, the show started, doing a lot of workouts outside. So that's good. And hopefully everything like you mentioned, coronavirus, like hopefully everything is going to return to oh, normal, so. you know, like with all these like, sir, I mean, like, I'm sure yeah. everyone that works there is kind of feeling the same. Yeah, no, man, I uh, definitely miss going there. Um I miss seeing the people that I see. There's a lot of people that work there that aren't on the show that are great people, dude, you know? Yeah. And um, that, uh, you know, that I'm, and I miss hanging out with, you know, I feel like Sarah's just like a social experience for me. It's not like I'm working, you know, I love people. So um, I often get in trouble for like talking too much at my tables just because I like to give people a good experience, man. You know, they're coming there, the food's great, but you know, it's like kind of like an adult Disneyland, you know, they want to get the attractions. They want to take pictures of the place. You want to give them the right experience. You know, you want them to enjoy themselves and make them feel like they had a good time. Uh, and make it a memorable, uh, you know, 
night for night or day for them. So, um, you know, that's been my goal really, you know, with everything, um, and just trying to do my best to work hard and, um, you know, become a bartender and hopefully one day, uh, that will happen, which should be after coronavirus. So that's um, good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, man. But yeah, for sure. I definitely miss, um, the struggle of, you know, the parking tickets, everything that comes the good and the bad that come with sir. <laughs> and like before coronavirus, like, cause a few episodes had aired, I can't even remember what episode we were on. But I mean, were people then, cause you know, like we don't have Stassi and Jax and all these people working there. So were people starting to come in and like freak out? Like, Oh my God, it's Brett. <laughs> you know, there's Dana. Like, you know, when someone's visiting LA from yeah. middle of the country, yeah. like that was probably starting for you. Yeah, for sure. It was getting pretty bad to the point where, I have, a, I have this weird thing where I can't like say, like I can say no, but it's hard for me to get away from a conversation without feeling like, like I'm being rude. You know, I'm like super like, all right, I'm really sorry. I just got so many tables. Like I got to just go, unless my manager's going to cut my head off unless I don't, you know, go check on them. So we'll take our picture. Let's just take our picture later or, or we'll do it now. We can do it really quickly. But I, like I said, I try to take my time. You know, I don't want them to feel like I'm being quick because I know how I would want to be treated. And I try to kind of just, um, you know, mirror that to to the you know the people that come in the fans anybody that's interested and of course you know it's fun to, to to someone say oh my god brett you know blah 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 but um my focus is really on just making the experience as best as i can for them it's that type of stuff is awesome and it's cool it comes with it but it's not you know it's it's whatever you know it's it's cool but it's not about me it's about them you know well, after like a second season and then so on you're just gonna have to be like i love you i here's your picture you're amazing <laughs> Cause you're going to, you know, I mean, like you look at like a Stassi or something like she can't, I mean, probably no, walk too long. Like, yeah. Even when Lisa comes in, I mean, it's, oh, it's God, weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's like Lisa comes in and the place just starts getting like more people come. It's so weird. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but yeah, anytime Lisa's there, everyone knows, you know, and, uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, even if Jax or Tom walks through, it's always just fun. You know what I mean? It's like, just, it's almost like they're home again, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Obviously, I'm new. I, I wasn't here uh, for the first season. I know Sir has completely changed since the first season. Uh, obviously, Tom Tom now Pump and um, you know Vanderpump Cocktail Garden. Yeah. Um, you know Lisa has 27 restaurants. So uh, amongst the Vanderpump Dogs and everything she does for that, which is just amazing. Um, but you know, you, you're like I, for me it's just cool to be a part of it all you know and uh, as a late addition i know it's not something that i knew the fans weren't going to be welcoming immediately as they shouldn't be why would they you know like i got you got i got to earn my spot so um you know i didn't expect to be spoon fed at all and i knew there was going to be some some flashback and it's okay you know it's it's totally okay uh they just don't you know once i feel like just when people get to know me that's that's the key it's and, yeah, you know it's not going to happen you. overnight right it's it's not going to happen overnight and it's okay you know like i said i care about you know, the people that care about me and if they know who I am and they know how I am and that's all that matters to me. But, um, you know, these inner, the, the in-person experiences are so amazing. And I've had a little bit of that just because of YouTube. So, you know, if I'm, the, if I'm in the supermarket back home or, or even here, I, I love when people come up to me because I don't walk around thinking anybody watches my YouTube videos. I don't, I don't know how why, or why they watch my YouTube videos. I'm just like, I hope this gets a, a good amount of views. But at the end of the day, if I can help a couple people, cool, you know? So when they come up to me, it's super gratifying for me because I just want to hug them and just, you know, be very thankful for, you know, the fact that they put time into watching me, you know what I mean? So with, with sir and all that stuff, it's so funny. I've been getting like these things where it's like, Oh my God, you're so much better looking in person. And I'm like, I just giggle and laugh 
and I try to just let them know I'm so, I'm such a goofy dude at heart. I'm, I'm, I'm a klutz, you know, I, I'm hard on myself, super, super hard on myself in many aspects of my life. So, um, you know, I try to make these, those situations fun and, uh, you know, I've gotten some funny stuff, dude. Some guy had me like fake punch him in the face. Like, I really? was like, I to, like, yeah, he's like, can you just fake knock me out? Like almost after you're not, I'm like, all right, you're for real. Like, this is what you want me to do for like an like, Instagram video. No, like just a, not like a, it was a picture. Ah, like okay. that, stuff like that, you know, like huh. that type of the, the gimmicky stuff. I'm just like, well, dude, I'm not the guy, you know, like I'm not going to be swinging my hands at anybody, but um, sure. If I guess that's, what the, if that's the way that you see this restaurant and this is what's going to get you feeling good, then I guess let's do it, dude. So, you know, stuff like that. Um, but you know, it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's crazy in there. It's like, um, it's a fun house. You know what I mean? Have you noticed like a lot more YouTube People, you know, your YouTube must be up now from yeah, the show. I, mean, I don't really concern myself with the numbers, man. And I know it's, like, it's statistically it's it's important. You know, your demographics important. You know, um, working. You know, I make a lot of money through. Well, I don't make a lot of money. I make my money through sponsorships um, and working with brands that I actually like, and then also um, through making YouTube videos. So, um, you know, I'm, I got a great team around me. Christina knows that. Um, and I've been with the same um, team for a long time. And um, That's good. I'm, I'm lucky to have them. Yeah. And they're helping me out through the, the Vanderpump stuff, too. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's been it's been fun so far, you know, and the, the, as far as the increase in, you know, the subscribers and stuff like that, you know, it is it's not my concern, really. What's my concern is that I just keep doing what I'm doing and make sure that I'm doing my job at Sir and I'm doing my uh, my job to, to make as many videos as I can and get to, uh, into a good consistency with that. And then keep my uh, my personal training relationships, obviously, um, you know, at bay, and um, making sure they're you know controlled and stuff like that. And uh, you know, it's been it's been a like a three three four prong type of hustle for me. So um, that's good. You know, just yeah, it gets overwhelming sometimes, but that's life, man. Life life gets overwhelming, you know, and it's okay. You just got to roll with it. What's your favorite drink on the menu? I mean, at sir. It's a great question, man. Right, I'm it's not, a tough one. I'm, I'm weird though, and they make girls always make the girls always make fun of me for this for many things. This is one of many things they make fun of me for. Yeah, Not only wearing flannel shirts or having soft hands or whatever. Um, I like Bloody Marys, dude. I know that sounds really weird, but I'm a big savory type of guy. Like I love things that are savory, uh, and you know I like enjoying my drink. I don't find drinking the most fun. You know, I don't think it, 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 I don't do well with really? it. Really? So, uh, yeah. So well, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love drinking, dude. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not, you know, cracking a beer once in a while, cold one with the boys. That's, that stuff's all great. You know, it's American. I love that stuff. But yeah. um, as far as like this crazy, like, you know, let me get a little doers on the rocks or, or whatever, neat. Like, I don't, I don't like whiskey. I don't drink like that. Um, you know, I like the fact that tomato juice has antioxidants, lycopenes, all this good shit in it. So if I'm going to be drinking while I'm getting some, you know, vegetables in me, why not? You know, I'll get. So get if it's little... like a Saturday night out, you you want a Bloody Mary. Dude, I know it sounds fucking crazy. Either It's either that or I'm going to do like a vodka club, which is so fucking boring to me. I, I, I just if I want to get like drunk quickly, then I'll just do vodka club with. Uh, I do vodka on the rocks with two lines. That's me. There you go. That's fine. You can do vodka water. Um, you know, I've had, I used to do Captain and Cokes, but then just drink anything. Like I like vodka Sprite is a delicious drink, but like, I don't really drink soda so much. So I don't like to, 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 to mix with too much sweet all the time. 
So I try to stay away from that type of shit. But I'll honestly, like, I'm such a, I'm, I'm a vanilla dude. I love vanilla everything. I'm, I'm, I'm very easygoing with that stuff. So I don't really have a specific drink, but I do enjoy Bloody Marys. My opinion, the best drink on the Sir menu um, is probably the chilled cucumber martini. I enjoy making it the most. Um, but that's, that's like my bad. favorite drink. Yeah, I think the presentation is is perfect, and I, I just like the color. Um, and I'm making it is, is awesome because you really got to, um, you know, muddle the cucumbers and, you know, create a, a color that if you don't make it the right way, it won't be there. So stuff like that. Awesome. Now, okay, so two final questions before we wrap up. So, you know, you ha- do you look at, you know, Stassi. Stassi has a house. Tom has a house. Jax, I mean, look what all of these people have have i mean i know life isn't all about material objects but especially now but you know does any part of you say like holy shit like i could be you know i could have a house i could have i mean i would Uh, i would have said that the first day but i'm just don't go by me you know just there's no right answer i'm just like the psychological i'm always curious i mean do you look at how successful these people are and like what they've done really yeah i mean it's 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 definitely a testament to the hard work they put in in um, you know, giving America a front row seat to their lives and the shit that goes on in it. And they have, they've, they've earned, excuse me. Uh, they've earned that for sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, I know it's going to sound super corny and like I, you know, maybe people won't believe me, but I really don't care about that type of stuff. I don't, I don't, I, it's amazing that they have a beautiful houses and I know they just moved into them this year and it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy for them. Um, and where they are in their lives and the fact that they're able to, um, you know, do what they're doing and, and, and have that beautiful start to their, to their lives. You know, it's, it's, it's great to see. Um, it's, in, of course it's inspiring. You always want to, you know, level up in life and, and go from the apartment to the condo, from the condo to the house and the house to the family, family, you know, so, you know, there's levels to life and I'm sure they're, they, you know, they, I know that they're, they're maintaining the upward, uh, trend to those levels. So it's cool to see that, man. And it's inspiring from that aspect. Uh, but the fact that they have a house because of, you know, you know, how they ever got that, that doesn't concern me. The fact that what I see is, you know, like I said, they put their lives on the front lines for everybody to see. Um, I'm sure it hasn't been easy for them as I could tell them just from being on it for one season. <laughs> right. So they, they've earned it, man. And, um, you know, it's good to see that, but at the end of the day, it's not my goal. You know, my goal really at this point in my life, um, is to just not look back on it in 30 years and say, I didn't try or I didn't take risks or I didn't um, try to live, you know what I mean? And enjoy this That's good. because, you know, this isn't, you know, this is, this isn't what something everyone, you know, something everybody does, um, or everyone gets the no. opportunity to do. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to enjoy it, man, and, and enjoy the ride. And like I said, so I don't look back when I'm older and say, I didn't, you know, that's a great attitude. And then final question, does any, like, is there anything else you want to leave us with? You know, like I like to give everyone a, t- a minute at the end, like, do you feel like we've covered everything, you know, anything that we, you don't feel is coming across on the show, <laughs> you know? Oh man, do I have, do you have another right. hour? No. A lot. I have like <laughs> 10 more hours, but my, my engineers might say, hurry the Hopefully. fuck up, David. Yeah, yeah, you got to make sure they pay them overtime. You'll have um, to come back on again, that's all. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You're awesome, man, and I appreciate the time. Um, no, man, you know what it is? Like, you know, I knew, I knew that it wouldn't be easy and, you know, editing is, is, is great. Uh, they, they, the, the editors are really amazing. Like, I'm not going to lie. These guys and the women that work at the show, like I said before, they're great at what they do, man. And um, being someone who has edited videos and seeing how they work through things, I can understand it. 
a little bit more than I think the regular person that's not maybe used to that. So it doesn't really bother me. You know, I understand what they're doing. And I understand why. Um, but I think, like I said before, you know, um, if people have this wrong opinion of me, it's just because they don't know me. Um, a lot of the things that have happened to me this season uh, were just, you know, they were meant with the best intentions, you know, they weren't to, uh, to hurt anybody. And, um, you know, they, I, I never meant to hurt anybody or, or be, um, or say anything, you know, and, you know, to, to piss anybody off. But sometimes you have to be honest with your feelings. And also, you know, if you want to make people laugh, you're going to say things that some other people might not think is funny or think is too off base or whatever. But, um, you know, my stuff, I, I, I always come with, come with a good heart and good intentions, man. And, um, I just hope that somehow, you know, some of these fans, and I'm very grateful for the fans that do enjoy uh, what I brought to the show. And they're, you know, it's really nice to see all of that. But for the fans that don't think that, um, you know, just give me some time. I promise once you get to know me, you know, you'll, uh, you'll see the real, the real me as, as best as I can give it to you through the Bravo lens. But, um, you know, that, that interpersonal experience is what I crave and what I'm hoping that a lot of these people will get when they come to Sir. So they can kind of feel out a vibe in real life because nothing will ever be better than feeling someone out in real life and kind of getting to know them and getting some conversation going. Cause I just that's feel like awesome. that's how you could see. Yeah. That's how you really see somebody and, and get to know somebody. So, but I, you know, you know, it's been, it's been awesome and you know, I appreciate all, all the support so far and for the fans, like I said, just keep enjoying it, man. We're having fun. And um, it's been such a fun experience. And I know the show's taking like a different, has like a different form now. And like, you know, we have the new people with, the old cast and we're trying to do our best to intertwine it. Um, but just give us, you know, give us a chance, you know, the newbies are, you know, it's not easy. We are, you know, I don't think any of us didn't expect this to happen where people. No, it's like hard to come onto a show. Yeah, of course. Especially a show where, you know, the content is a lot of uh, things that, you know, are people, you know, that, that were shock value, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's so, it's so cool though. It comes with the, it comes with the territory, man. We're in the stadium. You got to dribble the ball. You got to shoot it a little bit. You know, we got to have fun. We got to play the game. So, um, no, just looking forward to keep going and, and, and thankful for the opportunity and thankful for the opportunity to come on your show, man. I appreciate you. Anytime. And before we go, just look at the camera. I need to take a screenshot of us. All right. One second. You could, sorry. Ignore. No, it's okay. You're, you're good, dude. You're good. See, that one's too close. Go back. Yeah, yeah. too close. Ready? Let me do one. One second. I have a weird, my phone is so weird, so I try to. No, that, I, let me go back. Yeah. Ready? Okay, Ready? So, yeah, uh, now I am. Okay. Um, lower? Go lower for some reason. It didn't work. I don't know. It never works with the phone. I might have to just take... Yeah, that's good. That's that? good. Um, It's cutting my head off. Hold on, let me try one That's not time. bad, though. And in the meantime, where can we find you online? Uh, it's just at Brett Cap. Everything is at Brett Cap. Just B-R-E-T-T-C-A-P, um, everything. Literally, YouTube.com slash Brett Cap. Instagram is Brett Cap. Twitter is Brett Cap. Um, TikTok is Brett No Cap. I just started making a TikTok. Oh, my God. It's crazy. I can't TikTok. <laughs> All right, pose one more. All right, ready? Here we go. Oh, how about we do this? Maybe this will work. All right, and then we'll say goodbye to everyone. Yeah, all right, cool. And go. I'll that's literally perfect. And I'll send you the best ones. I really appreciate it. Everyone follow Brett Cap. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you appreciate for coming. You. You'll come back as the season goes on, like towards the of end. Course. We can check it. You've of been course. amazing. You've been You're honestly amazing. I really appreciate, I appreciate it. you. So no, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate the time and uh, thank you for the opportunity.
Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.